The city seems quiet, seen far above, all ordered in neat concentric circles, crossed by straight line avenues radiating out from the first vault at the city center. Inside buildings, axiomites and mortals alike make deals, barter over goods with an almost hive-like mentality to the greater glory of perpetual order. Fiat hated it here. It made her skin crawl, everything so neatly arranged. She craved disorder, the opportunity to just push one thing out of line and see how the systems changed. Not to mention the adoration of Abadar and the perpetual coin. It had chafed at Fiat for as long as she had been here, some 1,075 days at this point, give or take a couple. At least while Ziggy had been gone, she'd been able to run the shop how she saw fit. It had been fun, collecting goods and selling them to people. She smiled and then shivered, pulling her hood close against the rain before it put out the fire burning on her brow. All right, would have been nice to, you know, keep it that way. She mutters before chiding herself. I, I mean, I'm glad he's back, but he didn't have to change everything I did. Across the way, she can see the paper form of a man sitting behind a win- window taking notes and apparently doing calculations by candlelight. Oh, never quite understood, Scriveners. Outsiders drawn to order? Feh, truly a sham to waste your life like that? Couldn't it be me? Praise Desna that it's time. She says as she feels herself lighten, a skip to her step. If it's a barb they want, it's a barb they'll get, even if they didn't can it yet. She begins to whistle softly, a tune she'd heard often as a child in the Cinderlands, and checks once more to ensure her bag of holding is still tied to her waist, prepped and ready to go. This wasn't the first time Fiat had tried to escape Axis. At first, she thought she'd be fine just going from town to town here, but each town was the same, all circles and straight lines arranged in what the natives like to call sacred geometry. No, no, this wasn't the first attempt, or the tenth. Sixty-three attempts she'd made to get off this blasted plane, and all of them had failed. But this one? No, no, this one would work. Ziggy had to fulfill everything on his list, and it'd drive the poor he-they mad if he didn't. She danced slightly in the rain, splashing water around her as she swung her arms wide, happy as can be that she'd get to leave and meet five fantastic adventurers in the process. With a last hop, she landed on the doorstep of Ziggy's phantasmagorium and collected herself. Oh, wouldn't it do for him to see a skip in you, Wefen? Somberly, she then turns and enters the shop, the bell chiming as she steps inside. Welcome to Ziggy's Phantasmagorium, where everything you can imagine. Oh, it's you. Ziggy calls from across the room, where he was undoubtedly fixing something she'd set down wrong, even though, I mean, it looked perfectly aligned to her. I hope you were able to find everything on the list. If you did, perhaps there'll be a bonus for you. Fia smirks beneath her hood, glad for the moment he can't see her face, thinking to herself... Uh, the bonus is getting out of here, you deaf twit. <laughs> Fiat was so distracted by the thought of leaving that she almost missed Ziggy's next statement entirely. Work miracles for them all, all the time. Get them every rare magical item they want. Well, what's he prattling on about? All the work he does? I'm the miracle worker. She thinks as she begins walking over to the counter at his beckoning and, once there, begins laying the items out in just the way to give Ziggy a fit and give her the chance she needs to get to get to the back room. Oh, please let me, he says on cue before 
rushing over and covering the bag's top, giving Fiat a second to realize again just how small she is compared to him. And then she looks up, waiting for his dismissal. Oh, don't mind me. Feel free to help yourself to dinner. I made perfectly proportioned meal of zingvat and mashkaplachin, uh, as I know you enjoy. And there it was. Her opportunity to leave the resignation letter while he was distracted. Quickly, she makes her way to the kitchen and pulls out a sheet of paper, formally notarized and stamped by three different scriveners. Ah, they are good for something, she thinks as she hears Ziggy prattling off the list in the other room. Gently, she sets the resignation letter down and grabs a plate of food. Hating to admit it, she'd miss the food. They did make a mean Zingvat and Karplatschen, though she could use more Zingvat than Ziggy liked to include in the meal. Eating hurriedly, she makes her way into the other room and watches, smiling, as Ziggy opens the gemstone portal and begins placing the items inside neatly. Carelessly, she bumps into a shelf as she walks out to the storefront and gasps as she starts trying to fix the mess when she hears the spluttering of Ziggy behind her. Oh dear, you let me you let me handle this. You finish the order, please. They say, smiling reassuredly at Fiat as she backs away. All right, pal, I'm I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Oh, you you know me, just a uh, a uh, a bit of a klutz. But Ziggy was too busy to hear and didn't know as, notice as Fiat scooped up the last few items into her bag of holding and pulled out her bardiche and with a melancholy smile whispered, "What can I say? I'll miss this place." but I'll miss you before jumping through the portal to another world. Good job, Heidi. That was good. I like I, that's a real. That was a really fun idea to do to do sort of a two part story, one from Ziggy's perspective and one from yeah. Fiat's. Fiat, Fiat, Fiat. Uh, it's uh, Fia, but like it's just basically say Fia. Fia. Like imagine the da da aren't there. Like she'll probably be like it's Fiat, and you'll be like it's Fia. And you're like Fia. Celtic words. Celtic yeah. words are a thing. <laughs> Everybody, welcome Heidi to our show. Yay! At last. Yes, welcome to the show, Heidi. Uh, and uh, we are so excited to have you. Uh, this has been something that has been a long time check on my list of wants. And we finally have a, with our new schedule, um, funny thing of audience, we are recording this episode almost a year ahead of time when it releases. Uh, so <laughs> who but knows to- <laughs> what will happen in a no. year? Yeah. yeah. Good things. I, I, hope. I predict, I predict that uh, AI from Google will have taken over, taken over oh, the world. I just saw that. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad guess. Not a bad guess. No. <laughs> Establishing Skynet, hopefully, once and for all. I thought I Tesla you. was setting up Skynet. No. I'd rather be Google than Tesla. <laughs> no. <laughs> the AI wars. If I was, if I was gonna pick which evil mega corporation was in charge of Skynet, I guess Google. 
Right? Oh, potato, potato. <laughs> Demolition Man had it right. Remember the franchise wars? Taco Bell, like, yes. the franchise wars. Yeah. They knew. They knew. They knew. That was, oh. that, it seemed goofy at the time, I'm sure, but it's downright prescient. So good for them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, who will win the, fr- the, the, the franchise wars? Uh, I, I'm going to say it after watching a recent uh, video about Subway, uh, as much as I don't like Subway, I'm going to say it's probably Subway. Uh, but that is, you know, here or there because they have Does anyone the still most... eat at Subway? No, but they no. have the most chains of any, okay. any oh. store. Wow. I think my dad does. <laughs> I will admit I occasionally get a craving <laughs> I occasionally get an odd craving for a Subway sub, and it's weird, and I don't like it, but it does that happen. It is weird. Because there are better, like, fast subs. I do Jersey there, Mike's. Yeah. They're close by. Uh, I, I'm a big fan way. of Firehouse subs. Jersey Mike's puts oh, too much meat yeah. on their sub for me. Uh, but uh, anyway. There are Subways literally, like, five minutes from my house and from my office, um, both of which okay. are about 10 minutes closer than anything else. All right. As a convenience <laughs> yep. option, I can see it. All right. In a fast food, food desert situation, that makes sense. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. Yeah. So welcome, Heidi. And since, Heidi, you are the new initiate and we need to haze you in some way, shape, or form, you need to come up with a question for, for, uh, for today's episode. So do you have a question you would like to posit to all of us? Of course, you asked me the one day that I haven't considered what question I would ask the group. Um, <laughs> Excellent. Give me, You're on the give show me. now. You're never going to have a question ready now. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, true. I normally think of questions for Far Beyond the Stars, but we don't do a lot of questions on Far Beyond the Stars. Yeah, um, yeah. Or at least we don't rotate question askers. I'm the only one that asks the questions on Far Beyond the Stars. Okay, so I guess relevant to relevant to my new character, if you as a player or you as or like your character could go to any of the um, any of the other planes of existence, like beyond the material plane, if you could go to any of the planes of existence beyond the material plane, what would it be and why? Where they got the most dragons. (laughs) <laughs> probably the plane of fire <laughs> you think so <laughs> that's like, first. <laughs> <laughs> you know the first world always has that um mystique around it and it has all sorts of crazy rules and i don't know the first world to me would probably pique abrax's interest the most I can totally see that. That that makes a lot of sense. Just the the Fey magic. I mean, even though he likes to eat oh, all fey, the snacks, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the menu of possibilities. I mean, I I will go ahead and answer for me. Um, Fia really wants to get to the Maelstrom, which is the plane of chaos, um, for reasons. That I can't say yet. (laughs) Because you haven't heard anything. Well, haven't heard anything about her character yet. I personally would probably, I would probably just want to go wherever, whichever plane Milani lives on, which is, I guess she's in Elysium. 
in Milani's guardian garden. So to answer mm. your question, Abs, uh, for, there's not a plane in Galarian that I have found, but in Forgotten Realms, there is the Dragon Eyrie, which is a um, a vast mountain with its peak uh, elem- internally covered in frost and surrounded by wispy clouds. White in Dragon Eyrie is the whole of dra- uh, the home of all draconic deities. All so, right. Um, sure. Whatever the Pathfinder equivalent is of that, that is where Abby would go. <laughs> uh, my girl Pippa does not like dragons at all. She's a strange one. <laughs> I don't understand her. Uh, she would honestly like, I don't know. She's Elysium probably. If, if she was to go to a plane, not this one, it's, uh, described as a plane of, uh, the, uh, capricious freedom and joys of chaotic good. Uh, so that sounds like the kind of place she'd want to hang out. I imagine it's just full of like food and stuff to do and people to do, and it's just kind of awesome all the time. So that's where it's the Dionysus be. plane. Yeah, basically. Oh, the dream. Maybe without like the more violent tendencies that that gets into at a certain point in Dionysus <laughs> style parties, but. You know, that's what the chaotic good stamp is for is to make sure it doesn't get into that realm. <laughs> yeah. The good, the good stamp definitely is, is the operative word there. Bionni would fit into two in his current state. He would probably go to Nir- Nirvana mm. um, just because he really, truly believes he is a good person. Um, smells and like spirit. <laughs> yes, he would <laughs> find. Wow. Why am I blanking on his name? Kurt Cobain uh and he'd be like actually they'd probably be buddies um but yeah I feel like he would fit in at Nirvana but he truly should go to the negative energy plane for again story reasons that have not but he's an open book but he's an open book is 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 Fia also an open book Yes, just, just full yeah. of information. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I don't think you've heard it. Yet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As 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 drips of Bionni's backstory becomes more apparent, I just keep <laughs> saying that he's an open book. Why? Why are? Why are you? Why are you confused? <laughs> yeah. No. Fiat, meanwhile, is an open book. Is the, <laughs> the truest? Like, she'll tell you whatever, just straight off. About the, the, I can see that already. I think yeah. it's gonna be fun. I it really want to talk to you. I want Pia and Bayani to talk. <laughs> this will be this a weird ass conversation. <laughs> but yeah, that's my answer. Nirvana, but really the negative energy plane. What about you, Jess? Uh, Jess wants to go to the boneyard. <laughs> Me, I want to go to the boneyard. <laughs> I, uh, I... Um, uh, and Manette. I don't know, heaven or nirvana, probably. Basic. I don't think er- is Earth considered to be in another plane or just in the like another galaxy? In the Earth is well, universe. You know, that's a good question. I believe it is in this plane. Yeah, it's it's also in the material plane. Yeah. It just okay. happens to be an alternate dimension. No, nope, I was going to say that that would be dimension. if it was. So if it was in a different, you know, plane. It's not, but if it was, she she wants to go to there because that's where most of the Osiriani pantheon is, 
And so oh, uh, she she's sure. trying to see what's up with her her pals, her friends, her didn't family. They, didn't they come back from from Earth? I think they uh, came back. Like they left and then they came back. It's a mixed bag there. I don't think oh, they're. Okay. I think currently. Well, let me double check my knowledge on that. That it might be in two E. They might be like completely back. But I think as far as one E goes, most of them are not. Yeah, Pathfinder doesn't do a great job at defining what's going on with the Syrian gods. Like I remember when we were looking up information on Kepri, we were like, "We're going to have to there make some any. stuff up because they didn't really flush <laughs> yeah. Kepri out." Uh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it, does the Mwangi expand expanse expansion help at all? I know it's I know it's for Pathfinder Two E, but no, they didn't. They they didn't include any information about like the the Assyrian gotcha. pantheon. Pathfinder, make an Assyrian Pathion book or uh, that area book. Flesh that out like you did Mwangi Expanse. (laughs) Right. Pathfinder 1 really does, uh, like, they are all about quantity Mm -hmm. over quality when it comes to, like, just how much information they give. Like, so many deities in Pathfinder 1, I'm like, oh, this this person's super cool, but all I know about them is a single sentence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of much info. A lot of Kepri was just me, Jess and I kind of coming up with like, how would this be this way? And how would it be this mm-hmm. way? And so, I, which I'm actually, there is some, there is some benefits to having open-ended gods like that. It allows you a little bit more flexibility. I agree. Uh, where they, where they go and who they are and how they be. But anyway, uh, cool. Uh, as for Dustin, I think Dustin, Dustin is very happy actually exploring earth. I know that might sound like a bad, like I'm happy with the plane I'm at. I, I, there is some wonders I will never get to explore in the world that we live in and things that I could sit there and spend every day of the rest of my life exploring the world we live in now and never fully see it all. So I am actually completely content with the world I live in. So, um, well, from a beauty and uh, exploration standpoint, from a system standpoint, I'm a little less less joy of it, but uh, <laughs> that that that's part of the challenge, I guess. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Thank you, Heidi, for your introductory question. Now you will be more prepared the next time I tell you all the roll of d20. Although, be prepared, I might be sw- switching this up to whoever gets the lowest has to recap the episode so uh, <laughs> now that we are making the episode recaps part of this part of our show so that's pretty fun i like that idea Ooh, yeah, yeah so where we last left off you all faced this wonderful creature and let me show it to you in all again because he's it's just so beautiful uh this is Ooh, a, it has a, a name zaba zak zaba zaba cool He's Zavakul. one cool Zavakul. cucumber. Mm, no. Mm. He's really Zava cool dude. <laughs> He's a Zava cool dude. Uh, so, yes, you fought this creature and three frost giants. You made short work of the frost giants like they were nothing. I think that goes a long way to showing how you all have progressed from back in the day uh, when you fought 15 frost giants uh, and they were a little bit more challenging even with the hut Um, so congratulations on that Uh, and uh, then you killed off this roper who was trying to rope however did not 
And without draining six of Bionni's hit points, strength. or uh, strength points. And I believe the way damage recovers, it does not recover fully. I don't know, but I'm sure you have some magical BS to, to, to fix that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Somewhere. Honestly, <laughs> if he doesn't get his strength back, it's okay, because all of my power comes from my constitution. Is it is it strength? <laughs> is it damage or drain? That's that's an important da- damage is the one that's damage is the one that's repaired with sleep. I I always I double checked it. Well, regardless, I'm gonna use a scroll of restoration on my buddy. Uh, you have killed everything in this area. Let me get rid of this guy because I don't think you guys see the red circle he leaves of death. So. As soon as uh, the thing dropped, Minette just started touching people. She walked over to Pippa and just like tapped her. <laughs> Light of Kepri heal you. Light of Kepri heal you. <laughs> to her people who were down. Um, and meanwhile, she turns to Fiat and is like, uh, I think, intro- first of all, thank you. And secondly, I think introductions are in order. Fia still flying near the crevice kind of watches has watched the the roper fall from the ceiling and like tuts just like sad you know oh, oh yes I suppose introductions are in order I know all of you but none of you know me uh she flies down uh till she's level with Bennett's face and reaches out a very small hand uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pro- proportionately appropriately sized for her, but just yeah. I uh, name's Fiat. Good to meet you, Minette. After all this time, after all this time, you say, Minette casts a glance at Pippa, <laughs> <laughs> who shrugs at her. So, yeah. not so know. not someone any of you know. I've never met you. I've never smelled you. Oh, although off camera. <laughs> Is from the backstory, is it Fiat that's been collecting all our magical items for delivery? Uh, good catch uh, there, Angel. I was going to say, you mm-hmm. do smell whiffs of, of like, Fia on the, the gear you have gotten from Ziggy. Uh, okay, so I'm going to that. like, I've never met you. I've never seen you. I've never smelled. Hmm. He gets something out of his bag and puts it right up under his nose. <clears throat> huh. Okay, you have a familiar scent. I'll give you that. Fied? No, just Fied. <laughs> With his little doggy, just, just his freaking wolf tongue. <laughs> Fied. Fied. Yeah, just well, just Fied. Well, if I'm a... If I may venture a guess, Pippa's brushing the ash from all of her burnt enemies off of her robe. <laughs> like, <laughs> so awesome. I believe you came out of Ziggy's uh, Ziggy's portal. Would you Aye, be you're a smart one. affiliated? Oh, I am. Yeah, if you look at any of the items that you've bought from from Ziggy, look at them and see if the, you'll see a little little inscription says gathered by FB. You've been inscribing our gear. Absolutely. What do you? What, I'm the one who gathers it. I'm the one who brings it. He's just the he's just the middle middleman, huh? Broker. Oh, I thought he had incense running all the time. Our gear. Oh, you folks would have noticed our gear does show up with the uh, uh 
smoky, smoky scent. Huh. I will admit you have some of your gear because Ziggy has at least half a dozen people running around gathering oh. stuff. Well, some. <laughs> uh-huh. Some of the items have the telltale. Um, I could, I could, uh, I, I could validate that. Yeah. Oh, so, you know, I've heard about you. Um, any chance I got, I'd actually, what you don't know is that that, that magical gem that you've got actually transmits sounds. Uh, I mean, it obviously it does to place an order, but it just kind of is listening all the time. And so what? I, I, I kind of like listen into your adventures. Oh. It's, it's, it's been fun. Um, I thought know. it only worked if we used the wake word. I knew it. <laughs> See, this is why we unplug our Google homes. <laughs> yes, yes. I think, I think Bayani actually loves this. Uh-huh. He loves that someone has been listening to all of their adventures. And he just kind of floats on over, flying but lounging, but also reclined somehow. And he just floats in front of Fiat and just goes, Hi, I'm Bayani. I'm better in person. <laughs> Oh, I suppose you are. You, you've you've all you've you've been a well, I, you've been one of my favorites to listen to. You've always got a funny oh. laugh for everybody. Oh. Oh. I think you and I get along I like, real well. Yeah, I like her. We can keep her. Oh. <laughs> uh, now, Bayani, that assumes that she'd like to come with us, and yeah, also that's why why wouldn't she? A good question. Uh, was this? Temporary assistance? No. Um, I, I'm, I, I'm in a bit of a pickle. See, so a long time ago, I was trying to get to Maelstrom, and I fucking ended up on the goddamn plane of Axis, and I hate it there. And I, I took work as like a bodyguard and item procurer. Um, I ran the shop for Ziggy while he was gone. Um, it was fun, but I'm... I've been trying to get away for a long time, and um, I don't know where we are, but at the very least, I'll probably need some help getting somewhere where I can eventually get to Maelstrom. Oh, yeah. So, on the list, on the list, I believe Abraxas, since you love food, you're Barb on there, which, I mean, I assumed meant barbarian, but, like, I suppose now I'm thinking about it, maybe you meant barbecue sauce? Uh, yes. That's very clear to everyone here. He, like, <laughs> stares around. He's like, oh, I, oh, I thought it was clear. Um, not. I'm the only one that calls it that. Abraxas, roll me an intelligence check. 17. You most definitely did not write barbarian or barb on there. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Then undo, undo that from the thing. Um, like, what? No, I'm, I keep a copy of it. He gets out his bag, and it's right oh nestled next to Buwan's uh, journal. He picks it up for a little <laughs> second, puts it aside. Uh, yeah, see here, I keep a list. It's like the worst handwriting ever. I keep a list of everything here. Oh, oh. Yeah, and uh, Fia, Fia reaches into to her bag and pulls out the duplicate list that appears on the other side and shows where it says, like, look, no, see, right here on the bottom, it says Barb. Mm. Mm. It's cool, Braxis. We still got a uh, tasty morsel. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh-huh. You can't just eat allies unless they specifically give you permission. I don't think he's talking about that oh, kind of eating. No, we're not. Oh, eat me if I ever here. die. 
<laughs> You're welcome to oh. make a meal of me if I do pass away, Abraxas. <laughs> oh, he gives like a shudder, not at the like the eating, but like oh, it's like too soon. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, well, uh, <laughs> no, yes, I'll, I'll let you folks settle here. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna check in with Barknala. Uh, thank you for rescuing us from the constricting, choking, cloying grip of this thing. He gives it a kick. Um, I'll, uh, I'll check in with Barknala and, 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 uh, this handsome guy over here in the, in the ice. Wait, the, the ice thing is like the, um, an adlet, uh, adlet, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but actually as you're saying that, a little bit of steam starts to waft around your guys' ankles. Uh, and you look over and you see Barknala is actually touching the ice and muttering like a prayer. Whoa. And you see the ice starting to melt away. Um, she she's been waiting a long time for this all. So mm-hmm. <laughs> even with a new person, I'm, it, she she I, she couldn't wait. Uh, you can see uh, as as the grave as as the entombed uh, Sarnok starts to uh, be freed from the ice. Uh, you see much of Sarnak's gear has degraded over time. Uh, Baknarla slowly lowers his body to the ground and, and preps it uh, for, uh, for um, burial. Uh, it's not a, it's a ritual none of you are familiar with. You see her murmuring and she takes out a cloth and she, she puts it over his body. Uh, she slowly removes, uh, before that, she's, let me rephrase this. She slowly removes each of the three items that you had detected as magical off of his body and then covers his body with a cloth. Uh, she sits on her knees and she basically puts herself at a prayer formation. Uh, and she starts mumbling even more unintelligible words. And she lets loose a small howl. Sarnok's body begins to glow a green glow. And then you see the cloth lowered to the ground. She takes the cloth and she folds it back up and Sarnok's body has completely disappeared. And she, uh, for a moment, she, uh, She's silent for a moment, and then she says, Sarnok's energy has re- has returned to the ground, which helped give him life. His body is gone, but his spirit will now go to renew life elsewhere. And she turns to you all and smiles, thank you for letting me be able to do this. He, he meant so much to my people, and not knowing what happened to him has been a scar in their life, in our, in our lives, for for a very very long time and uh then a smile she kind of begins to smile and she passes the spear uh and the belt to you um and just to kind of kind of beat around the bush not beat around the bush with what this is the first one is a spear it's a beautiful adamantine spear uh etched with various designs whoever's holding it uh you notice the runes glow wherever you're touching it so you run your hand down it and the runes will glow after you run it down uh a little bit of research is going to reveal that this is a plus one dragon's bane fine returning throwing long spear <gasps> oh that's cool oh, Braxis is going to do like a little spin like some of his little his spear katas and then he's going to like do a baton toss where it's twirling up for Manette to catch so she can feel the the balance and weight of it. I don't know if it, it does yeah. it adjust. That's like the secondary thing he's doing. He's he's curious to see if it does a size adjustment. It yeah, I was it does say, not be- 
it does not do a size adjustment, so it is a short ah. spear for oh. uh, for for Manette. Uh, but it still has the same properties. I could hold it with one hand. And uh, the other item she hands to you, and this is what I'm, I'm excited for Jess as a person to see it, but not. <laughs> uh, no, I don't necessarily know if it's going to benefit each of any of you. Let me. Uh, this is the one I, t- I told you a couple episodes back. There's a, an item coming that's very Elden Ring sounding to me. Uh, once per day on command, the wearer can summon the spirit of a hero of one of the depicted battles. The spirit acts as a spiritual ally, which would be an ally of your god. Uh, though unlike the force created by the spell, this summoned hero is not entirely mindless. Whether or not summoned, the summoned hero is active, it attempts to guide its wearers to victory via telepathic warning and advice, granting its user a plus one insight bonus on all saving throws wow that's pretty cool yeah um too bad all of our belts are better than this one that is very yeah. elder i mean it's like mm. there's a summoning bell that you use for uh, for <laughs> i mean it, it <laughs> does benefit could... because as a summoned ally uh, if you're like in a situation where you want to get that flank bonus you could summon yeah, the ally but behind I w- them and get the I would way. have to take off my my belt that I much prefer. Yeah, <laughs> which gives it to Argentea as like a little kitty belt. <laughs> oh. Oh. Looks like oh, a wrestling has... championship belt. <laughs> you know, awesome. I would let it resize for that just because I want a spiritual Argentea walking around. <gasps> yes, it's all give heroes it to the of cat, cat heroes. <laughs> it's all heroes of catdom. Let's do it. Yeah, give but it to the cat. Like a barbarian, like a little kitty with a barbarian hat. <gasps> oh my god! Um, Manette says to Bachnarla, "You're giving these to us. Aren't these important to your people? Maybe you should hang on to them." My visions told me that these will help you. These will help you moving forward um, with what you have to find. Remember, Rex is threatening all of us including my my people who have had to go into hiding understood the, the spirits are telling me you are the gods are telling me you are more you will benefit more from these than we will i have the item that i need to take back to my people and uh she waves abraxas abraxas if you will come here please yeah abraxas approaches I, I have gotten the sense that you are very much like me and connected with with your your home, your planet, where you're from, correct? Yes, I, I, I serve I serve the will of Galarian. I am a humble servant. And you have had t- you have had trouble connecting to the will of this planet, correct? Yeah, the wind here speaks. It's not a language I'm used to. I'm understanding it very slowly but the pulse is very different uh why don't you lay your hands upon this with me all right Do-do-do. oh <laughs> uh abraxas when you touch it when you touch this all of you see abraxas's and and uh Bach-Narla's eyes go milky white Ooh. uh abraxas you feel your body turning t- like you feel as if your body is taking root into the ground and becoming part of the electrical current of this planet. In an instance, you feel that you're, you, you feel the entire life cycle of the planet. You feel the cold of the, the long winter and then the warmth of the long summers. You feel yourself, you feel yourself 
going through the hardness of the earth. And then the next thing you know, you feel yourself cycling through the water, crashing against that earth and breaking it down. And then you feel the wind, the water taking you up with the wind and taking you into the sky and you become rain itself and snow itself and fall down back onto the ground as the electricity comes back in and come your body and your eyes return to normal for everyone else. Uh, And for a moment, let me rewind this. And while you're in the air, your body turns into that of a of a local bird flying over the crevasse. And for an instance, you see something very interesting. You see this lone Triaxian figure uh, move flying over the crevasse, going back and forth as if looking for something. And then it goes back and then you see it heading out of the crevasse and you realize that it is leaving and probably heading towards where Rex is bases. Uh, so you do know that this creature has most likely left and kept you guys, uh, will not be inhibiting you guys, at least in the crevasse for a while. Uh, you return back into yourself and you feel your, you feel a connection to this planet, much like you feel for Galarian. This is a, now a second home for you and feel like everything. Okay. You were attuned fully to its nature and, The reinvigoration it gives you, that energy it gives you, you notice that your eyes also seem to be able to focus a little bit better. And you have taken the properties of that bird who was flying above. You now see as though you have permanent eyes of the eagle lens on them. Uh, Which basically increases your perceptions. I'm okay with perception increases. Uh, uh, Bacnarla speaks up and goes, now Druid... You see why it is so important that I recapture this for my tribe. It gives us the ability to counter dangers before it strikes us. It allows us to remain hidden to those who wish to harm us. She turns to you all. I have come to understand your journey is is not necessarily a joyous one, but you need to understand you are making tectonic changes for good wherever you go. Uh, I'm sure that doesn't always feel that way, but the people will never forget you. She goes, well, with, with new friends and, uh, and let's, let's, I guess, I guess with that, I can, I can, whenever you are ready, I am happy to lead you out of the, out of this, the rhyme keening crevasse, um, and to the final leg of your journey. Braxis will give a, a deep bow. It's like, I, I thank you. Yes, it's been a privilege traveling with you, Bucknarla, and I hope we've done our what we could to help your people and to help you. You've done more than you ever know. Fia leans next to Biani and is like, "Well, she's a she's a somber fan, ain't she?" <laughs> yeah, I try not to say it. Uh, hey, Bucknarla, <laughs> keep it sleazy. Yeah, she, she was. <laughs> She was like, "It's kind of cute, though." Honestly, yeah. <laughs> Pippa's listening oh, shit, to this. This is fun, and she's got her lips pressed together, like trying not to laugh because Buck Narla is being very sincere and very sweet and trying to have a moment. And Pippa's just like, <laughs> "I know, I hate ruining it." But <laughs> I mean, Logan, Logan, the player hates. No, that's ruining true. It. <laughs> Pip is trying not to laugh because she loves it so much. She thinks it's so fucking funny. Like, 
Brexit will just give him a side eye and does the like the ears go back a little bit, which I'm Pippa pick up on the body language. I like I, I I find it hilarious that the one that is being the serious one is the one that is the most like starting out was the most wild with mannerisms with other with other oh, yeah. humanoids, and yeah. now he's the, like the, he's like the one that's I could the, have like, stone night. Oh, we did have a my uh, fair <laughs> Exactly, my favorite. Oh, they up so fast. <laughs> yeah, he'll just he'll the give him a side eye. Stain. <laughs> he'll he'll give him a side eye and do the the ears just go back a little bit. Um, yes, well, we're yes, we're grateful for these gifts, and we will definitely pay back these fiends. I feel the damage and scars they've done upon this world already. Um, yes, uh, lead on, lead on, please. Uh, also, any items you ordered from Ziggy are now available, just so you all know. Yeah! So, oh, nice. Switching. Yeah. I oh, was uh, excited. I, I I would like to I would like to have like a Santa Claus style like give <gasps> give, yes! give oh, please <laughs> yes. oh, bring up the what's, what did we order last? I'm bringing up the I I have it I'm uh, pulling the, up the, the loot sheet the loot sheet yeah. yeah pauldrons of the mighty hero or something watchful lion watchful lion I got oh, a lot oh, of those stuff are mine on this one I'm very excited <laughs> <laughs> oh wait is Slap. this the is this the old stuff. No, these are new stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, is, okay. So that should be the first. It should be the first the, sheet. There we go. Right? New mm. shopping list. Yeah. Yeah. Very first one. So to save time, just because we got, we're already 57 oh, minutes okay. into the episode. Oh. Why don't you give me guys each one cool thing that y'all got and we can move forward. I'll go first. Okay. Wing boots. That's all I got. Well, I got a corset of delicate moves, but I've always kind of had. You've oh, no. We decided that. that I, I, yeah. We bought it back because we had liquidated it. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Bayani pulls out a headband and wraps around his head, and then all of a sudden he has a third eye. He goes, "Ha oh, ha! I'm weirder." As I <laughs> oh, bought a, ooh. as I bought a veiled eye, so now I can look at three of you at once. Nice, ooh. nice. <laughs> <laughs> also, I got pulled with the watcher line. Nice. Uh, I got Arrow Master's bracers, which I'm really excited oh. about. I'm very, very excited about. They're um. Kind of similar to Bracers of Archery. Uh, they uh, essentially give me damage reduction 5 against ranged weapons. And I also get a plus 1 deflection bonus against ranged attacks. And then once a day is a swift action, I can grant myself a plus 20 insight bonus on my next ranged attack roll. So yeah. I'm very excited about Yeah, that was a good find. That. It's like I <laughs> must hit so I will, <laughs> which I, I need, Abby needs this. Abby needs to once, Abby needs to once a day declare that I am hitting it. <laughs> I am. You can't I tell am. me I'm not. You can't tell me I missed because I did not. <laughs> Although you've been hitting almost every time nowadays. Yeah. Well, because that's, it's, I make sure to use ranged touch spells. Uh, it's been great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but sometimes I can't do that, so so I'm hitting. Damn it! <laughs> oh, uh, Brexis will uh, gratefully take. Uh, so as he's handed a very small emerald wedge, he looks at it. He gives it a little smell, and he kind of tosses it up a little as it starts its orbit uh, around him. A little ion stone action. Yeah. This gives me 
Ah, uh, it gets me a plus two enhancement bonus to charisma, intelligence, and wisdom. Ooh, intellectual Ooh. abraxas. He puts on his hipster glasses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Fee, why don't you give me one cool item that you have since uh, so that way you can feel included? Um, oh, one cool item. Um, I have. Okay, so this is this this one will be fun when it comes up later. I have a I have armbands of unbreakable camaraderie, uh, because fear is um, not willful. Uh, she wants to do everything she can to prevent herself from attacking her allies in combat if she's co- if she's oh. dominated. So basically, what happens with these is that they will literally weigh her down. If she is ever under the effects of like <gasps> a dominate person spell to the point where like she takes a, it's not, she takes a minus four penalty on attack rolls against creatures that normally she would otherwise consider allies. So I love it. I want one. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah, we should definitely get one for Abraxas because Angel <laughs> Angel gets devious in his ways of trying to figure out how to attack us. <laughs> that sure was a time that we had. Yeah. Uh, with that, uh, you all get left. Uh, you all start heading out of this area, and let me bring you back to the Rhyme Kimi Inkervas um, picture, so you all kind of have an idea where you're at. Back to spear life. Spear life. spear life. Except this time, one-handed. <laughs> now we're spear buddies again. Spear buddies. Spear buddies. Touch tips. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I would like to say, as the GM from a story standpoint, I don't care, but uh, you guys are usually super suspicious of random people showing up. So if you want to pull that in a little bit. That's kind of what I was getting at earlier with questioning her and stuff. She... She is like, I mean, she immediately, first of all, she's been listening to our conversations and knows who we are. (laughs) Um, She jumped into combat and helped us, which kind of offsets any other. She does, I, I, Manette totally does not believe what she's saying about Abraxas writing something on the, on the list. (laughs) Yeah, push back on that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So (laughs) she's absolutely like, as they're walking, looking at Fiat and is like, you know, Fiat. If you joined us of your own volition and for some reason are trying to perhaps, you said you wanted to escape Axis, you didn't like it there, you don't have to lie to us about why you came. In fact, if you do, I'm going to be a lot more worried about your intentions. Oh, hmm. All right. So... (sighs) See, the problem is, is that like I'm contractually, I was contractually obliged to to work with Ziggy. So, you know, there had to be a genuine reason for me to go. And as so, if for perhaps something on your last order indicated Barb, and I'm a barbarian, I was able to put in a resignation letter that, uh, you know, I'm part of your order. So. Well, I love a little contractual loophole, so, uh, and a little trickery. Very, very devout of you. (laughs) 
as a new convert to Kepri. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> She's not. <laughs> no, I, I'm a big fan of Disney myself. <laughs> Manette's trying to convert everyone. Oh, they're good friends. So excellent. Always. Uh, yeah. just, just so we get used uh, on typical Manette things, why don't you throw in a smell evil too, just to make sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. She um, She's definitely, as they're walking, doing a passive uh, smell evil on Fiat here. I'm I'm not getting any sense that she's evil, but no yeah. sense that she's evil. You're good. Yep, <laughs> there is literally zero smells of evil. But yeah. So in response, she she does just say, yeah, you know, I I'm all for a little trickery. It's uh, helpful that we know because now we can play along. Should Ziggy attempt to? Well, yeah, that is my follow up question. Uh, I'm also all for a little light trickery and loophole dodging. I think that that's fabulous and shows a lot of uh, creativity on your part, which I like. But how much trouble can we expect from Ziggy over this? uh, There'll probably be a um, just a light fine, you know. How big a fine? Pippa's like clutching her purse a little bit. <laughs> um, Dustin, how big a fine is there? <laughs> We're going to have to find that out at some point. Oh, um, yeah, I, I, I could, I couldn't say, you know, uh, Ziggy was, Ziggy kept my contract. Um, so yeah, I I assure you that any any anything that I find any golds like I'll be the one to pay it. It'll come out of my pocket. Won't come out of your purse. So, didn't you didn't worry your sweet little head there, Pippa? Uh, you know, we <laughs> did free him from a horrid, disgusting outsider. Sort I'm of pretty sure creature, I can negotiate him so. down. <laughs> exactly. Pippa is very charming. <laughs> Abraxas would have uh, probably early on into the conversation would have shifted to a wolf and started his um, going up ahead like to get a little le- distance at the onset. Um, I don't know either of who wants to roll a sense motive or of, um, you know, Pippa Manette just get an automatic pass. It's it's that like he's bounding ahead and does that s- then slows and looks back and then looks forward and it's basically the oh I need to keep focus see if there's danger and also oh wait am I leaving them with danger also well <laughs> they can take care of themselves but it's I don't know this thing can be a witch a barbarian witch so all that's kind of being communicated in his tentative <laughs> steps uh-huh. so it looks like he's either like bounding ahead and then it stops and he's just not moving, and his just like ears twitch like <laughs> worriedly. We're hitting and- all the smell. <laughs> Manette smells evil. Pippa questions the new person with money involved. Abraxas. <laughs> Classic team Torta. It's a witch. Calling her a witch. <laughs> I want Bayani to see you do this, Abraxas, and just go, Oh, do we need to take a bathroom break? <laughs> <laughs> You see, you seem agitated, bro. Yeah. Hmm, I suppose. Okay, he'll relieve himself just because he's like, well, travel <laughs> with a full bladder, so he'll take a few moments. About he'll give a little, better. a little shake. Um, shift back to uh, hybrid form, 
again, is another kind of visual clue for the party as far as like, he'll usually do like human for conversational stuff. But if he feels like he needs that power quick, he does not leave hybrid form. So it's kind of like another little Mm -hmm. clue. Um, um, Well, I didn't have to go, but sometimes it's just a good idea. Um, (laughs) Oh, classic Brexit. I saw oh, <laughs> he's back, back of his mind is like, oh, they know a lot about us. Uh, so the I saw I saw the 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 sorcerer, the or was it a sorcerer oracle? I saw the witch, the the one that was peppering us down with the, the fireballs. They they left. I, I believe they're going back oh, to that, their camp. That's a relief. So um oh, wait, isn't that bad? Yes, it's very oh, bad. Yeah, I, I know uh, what direction they went. That's no, fair. Now someone who has been watching us and like listening to us knows all this information about us. <laughs> that that makes bad. you uncomfortable, doesn't it? Yeah. Hey, yeah, I have a really important question for you. <laughs> oh, all right. Go ahead. What's your favorite thing about me that you listened? Oh, um. Oh, my God. Oh. So I think the bridge of her nose. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing about you is uh, you always seem to know how to bring a party together, and um, love love that you show for Argentea. Uh, Truly, Mm. truly beautiful. Also, I'm just I'm just curious. um, When will I get a chance to meet Andromeda? She's 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 a real sweetheart. She seemed real interesting. Manette Rex looks just a ground. big drawing of breath. Violet just starts laughing uncomfortably. Someone else. Someone else. Pippa will look uh, Fia direct in the eye to be like, "She died." I suppose oh. that didn't make it through the gym. No, I m- I must have missed. I must have not been around that day. Probably gathering stuff. I. Oh, right. that explains why she's not been around then. Um. I am. I am so sorry. I that that's just egg on my face. It's I, there was yeah. I, couldn't have well. I guess you could have known, but you <laughs> didn't in this case. So twist that knife, Heidi. It. Twist that knife. I love it so much. <laughs> oh man, party foul. Mm-mm. Yeah. That, uh, part, uh, uh, I don't know how to go forward from here. I'm just gonna. S- take the foot out of my mouth and just gonna sit in silence for a minute I'm sorry mm, yeah it's fine <laughs> Abraxas will shift back into wolf form and he'll just get next to Pippa to do that kind of um, you know he'll kneel down as the standard kind of yeah you could ride me to not be in the snow absolutely uh, sort of uh, when he does that pippa will give fia sort of a jerky a jerky little like it's fine nod and then climb up onto abraxas speaking of snow uh fia you want to roll me a fortitude save oh dustin's been waiting nice he's been waiting for this one <laughs> <laughs> Crap, it must be super cold on Triaxis. Not that Abraxas would ever know. Especially a warm creature. Uh I rolled poorly. I rolled a four for a twenty-one. Uh you are in the first steps of hypothermia as you take a whole uh, Oh Dustin's like time to get out the environmental <laughs> rules from um, this rule set. 
you blow off the cobwebs and dust. No, this is hilarious. This is you guys are gonna laugh at this. You take three points of non-lethal damage. <laughs> uh, so you know, like you see Fia shiver for a second, and like you watch as she changes her stance for a second, and um, and where where you saw the frost eating at or beginning to like gather on her flesh for hypothermia and like the, the, the edges go really pale. It just brightens back up and basically goes away immediately. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a neat party trick. I had to become a nun to resist the weather. <laughs> a, a nun, you say? God, you're still yeah. wearing a habit. Yeah, my <laughs> habit of my habit of uh, cold weather endurance. <laughs> oh, is that is that what that is? Okay, yeah, yeah. I like it. it. It's a good look for you. I know uh, the third eye really, really does things for yeah, it. It just brings it all together. <laughs> you know, honestly, y'all look pretty close to what I expected you to look like. Um, Except for Manette, I knew you were big. Uh, you're a lot taller than I expected. You're taller than Ziggy now. Ooh. Why, thank you. I'm enjoying being tall. <laughs> uh, uh, and Pippa, you actually have someone that's pretty close to your height. Like, I was actually going, I was actually planning to comment on that okay, <laughs> at some point. <laughs> uh, probably, probably not right now because I, th- I think all of the, the humor of the moment has kind of been sucked yeah. out of it for her <laughs> uh but but i was thinking i was definitely planning on planning on commenting on like oh, it's just nice to have someone around that's just the appropriate height you know someone right. who just makes sense. <laughs> correct size the correct someone of the correct size <laughs> she's not even a half lane mm-hmm. i was about to say oh uh, i do have a question oh yeah go ahead yeah i can answer a question like what's your deal like, uh, what species are you? Species. Well, I'm yeah. human. Um, mostly. Oh. At least that's what my mother was. Never met. Never met me. Uh, uh, me sperm donor. <laughs> you know? Wow. Can I say that? Is that a, is that okay? Like on I, this podcast, yeah, you can say. Yeah, that. absolutely. We... <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Um. But you know. Um. I think from uh, I always knew there was something different about me and she mm-hmm. bears her teeth and you see that she has like what are basically viper fangs in addition to everything else about her. She's like the Whoa, teeth snap. were the first first thing that gave it away. The horns didn't come in until I was, you know, a teenager. Um, puberty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, puberty <laughs> know is a strange puberty. time. But so what what really um I went on a quest to figure out what I was and someone told me I was a Gonzi or a Ganzi. They could never figure out the pronunciation, but um just you know explains a lot about me because basically uh, supposedly Ganzis are just kind of chaos embodied. So like uh, I mean, look at me. I I don't look like a human, yeah. but yet I am one. Yeah. Mostly. Hmm. At least half. Good thing you're not a gonzo. <laughs> <laughs> a wicked nose. <laughs> waka waka. 
Also, side that's not I, the right one. But... Uh, Gonzi was what I wanted Bionni to be. Besides, I b- before oh. I decided to go a different direction. Nice, you and I. <laughs> so excellent choice. Nice. Yeah, nice. you and I are constantly on the same page somehow. Constantly, yeah. We should just one day just have a dual character. We both play them at the same time. <gasps> oh, play <playing> Etten. <gasps> oh, an Etten. That'd be so That'd cool. Be so cool. <laughs> oh. So you all are continuing down the path, having these conversations, getting to know your new possible comadre, possible comrade, comadre, your possible comadre. <laughs> With the Braxis is constantly like getting his, he'll be like listening, but his ears still do that kind of like uh, n- <laughs> ma- back as he's traveling. Not many of you have met my dog, but one of the things I love about my dog is she has the most expressive ears. Uh, they're always turning directions and like all over the place. Uh, she doesn't do it now anymore now because she's deaf. But uh, it was one of my favorite functions of her. Uh, but that that's what I'm kind of imagining is a Braxis ear is just constantly twitching and changing direction to like listen in. Uh, so you find yourselves crawling up the the final way out of the Rhyme Keening crevasse. Um, I'm going to call it the RC because I'm tired of saying Rhyme Keening crevasse. Um, and uh, <laughs> RC, at- y'all, down the RC. Um, and you make it to the top. And um, you all traveling a little bit more. And then uh, Bachnarla kind of has you take yourselves off of the main trail and kind of through some woods. And the reason she's just follow close so we don't uh, draw any attention and she takes you around and you finally come to this like cliff above and down below you see the Vahara glacier and inside a well like shaft almost 200 feet deep it's called a moulin um, what these kind of it's kind of where like a giant glacier once did and most of it's melted away uh, mm. you see formed over the millennia the glacier meltwater of the ivory glass and in the middle is an immense circular block of smooth paley reflective white stone over 3,000 feet in diameter that supports an entire fortress and the outbindings crafted ages ago by powerful dragons the massive stones floats atop the moving glacier and magically keeps the fortress level and in place ensuring that the glacier doesn't slowly overrun the swallow or swallow and swallow the fortress the stone has strong abjuration aura and interferes with teleportation magic doubling the percentage chance of mishap arriving off target i'm just going to give you guys this from from what Bachnarla is telling you about this uh, so everything in this apparently has uh, teleportation protections or uh, short range teleportation such as dimension door and planner travel are unimpeded uh, oh, but okay. but for the most part you can't just get in easily so Manette and Pippa and Abraxas this kind of gives you very similar vibes to when you first it gives, it gives you like a shape of a it's kind of a, it's, it's a snowflake design because you know we're in ice, so everything has to be snowflake designed. <laughs> of, uh, this it's is, cool, okay? But this is a <laughs> fortress as opposed to a city. Uh, and there you have it. That is where Rax resides. Mm. Uh, Bachnarla, because it is now towards the end of the day, Bachnarla begins to chant her spell to give you your guys' little mushroom home for the night so you can fully rest up. Uh, to prepare for that final final phase of the battle. Uh, Pippa 
at some point while they're kind of doing their their breakdown and prepping everything and healing their wounds so Angel, I saw this on your thirst notes that you wanted uh, and and I did and I did kind of note it oh. during our battle last episode that you were about to transform into Oh. Um the th- the thing that I can never remember what the name is. My tri- tribraxis. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you're about to transform into tribraxis. Um and then you hesitated and stopped and did something else. So I Pippa saw that and also noticed how upset and uncomfortable you seem to be on the walk here so and this this is a scene anyone can join it's just that pippa is just going to kind of start it is if abraxas she's going to join abraxas wherever he's working on preparing things for the next day and okay. lay a hand uh on his shoulder if he's if he's on the ground just be like so do you want to talk about it yeah, um, he'll probably be, you know, crisscross applesauce. He has the rifle out. He has some plans out to the left that he got from a gym. He has some snacks kind of on the side. Um, you know, you've seen him lay out most of the stuff. He's, you know, doing the greasing, doing some basic gun maintenance. Um, <clears throat> he'll tilt his head a little bit. Uh, none. Wait, what? The, the, the new witch? <laughs> She'll oh oh the fade oh she God. smiles at him a little bit like no not her and also not a witch well we don't know <laughs> <laughs> but no not le- let's let's leave aside the question of Fia for now uh, Manette didn't smell evil and I think in so in so far as we need allies and she seems very willing to help. I don't think we need to be worried about her right now. But no, I'm talking about I'm talking about you. You've been well, you've just been off, understandably, all day. And I I did notice during the fight earlier that you seemed like you were about to take your Ursika form and then did not. And you've since been very upset. And I just well, I just want to know if you want to talk about it. Yeah, once you say the word Ursika, he, he gets like a grimace. I, Pippa, it's too soon. I, well, you understand you have a tremendous power. You know, when you tap into it, uh, you tap it from within, that power swells. And I'm sure there's been times where it's been scary for you. Sure. Uh, but uh, my power never is. It's a gift. Once it, once it pours into me, I... I take it willingly. It's natural, but those things, there was, it was those things. They killed her. I, I can't be one. Uh, I've never pushed the power back before, but I, and if, of Triaxis demands it, I, I must, uh, like I told Barknal, I'm, I'm, I'm nothing, but uh, I am, uh, a humble servant, but I, I see her in the claws. I just, I, I can't for now. I, I, I don't think I'll, I'll try again. But uh, Pippa, it's, I, uh, I can't. I can't. She takes a a deep, sort of shaky breath. I, I absolutely understand that about why that would be hard. And I, you know, I understand about 
trying to push down certain certain aspects of my own power, but it's not it's not the healthy way to deal with it and it's definitely not healthy for you in particular. You've never shrunk from who you are and what you can do. And we're going to need that guy if we're going to keep moving forward. I am, I won't ask you to do anything that makes you uncomfortable, but it's a powerful shape and if the rest of us it might help keep the rest of us alive if you can bring yourself to embrace it again. No, you're right. You're right. That was that was just bad tactics. I Well, and I don't mean to be dismissive and I I understand it's it's just words and easier said easier said than done and all that. I just want you to know that I understand that'd be really hard and I hope I hope you're able to find it again cuz one of my favorite things about you Abraxas and something I've always found really inspiring in my own journey is how much you take joy in what you can do and how much you lean into it. And I just really admire that about you. And I don't but, think you could ever hurt us. I'm picturing he's been in hybrid form the whole time just cuz he's just been, you know, antsy. Um he slowly, like the fur starts with uh, retreating, and he's finally, you know, full on human, human Abraxas. Um, and with that, sometimes hmm. with the release of the power, he kind of feels a little spent. But he, you know, he, he, you know, puts his hand on your uh, on your hands. Like I needed to hear that. I because I didn't really think about it too too much but I I do love serving the earth I've, I've ever since I was called as a young pup um, yeah, my aunt is a, a druid of some renown and when she came for me I um, I know some other well we, we like sticking close to the dead but just the thought of exploring uh, seeing what was out there it, I was so excited um, and I think even now, knowing the the sadness, the grief, the danger, I think even knowing it as a child, I I still would have taken up the call. And I'm truly grateful for the power it's given me. I I never imagined I would have progressed so quickly, and I I learned from everybody here too. The uh, the, the storm. I, I try to. I try to use that. Uh, I've only been in your your sanctum a few times, but it's it's left its impact in um, in some of my magic. I try to to weave it in the best I can. I know the source is very very different, and uh, I, I don't think I'll ever be able to do any of uh, um, your type of magic. But I, mean, I could turn into a crocodile. Um, yeah, so I've seen. Uh, <laughs> a winter you know, I crocodile. I, <laughs> I think I, yeah, I think I can. I just, I didn't think I could. I guess I just needed to hear it. I, I get in my mind sometimes. Nothing. Thank you. Thank you. We all um, do. And this sucks to say the absolute least. But I'm, you know. 
I'm great. I'm grateful you're here. As am I. And my goodness, I, I'm being a terrible host. I, I promised, I promised by audio, I, I wouldn't snap at witches as much. And here I am. I having him offer this new uh, person who came and save us anything to eat. I, I don't know where my <laughs> manners went. Uh, let me, uh, <laughs> there's um, the Abraxas we love. <laughs> uh, let me pack up, pack up my gears here. Um, nothing jammed this time. I think I, I think I'm figuring this thing out. Thank you. I'm gonna, yeah, I need this. Mm. He gives your hand another tap and just kind of gives it a good squeeze. Aww. He gets up, um, packs up the stuff. Um, I think as he's packing up, he'll point stuff out, like the little gears, like on oh, this one kind of, t- this one kind of turns this way, but you really, need, you know what? Once we get a chance, you really need to fire a couple of shots, Pippa. You'll get a <laughs> Been there, tried <laughs> that, get a blast hit a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean with the gun, Abraxas, I mean with my body. <laughs> it does pick a punch. <laughs> Goodness. Odessa was such a wee thing. I, did she brace herself? I, I, she doesn't. She have, was deceptively I, strong. I have to. Okay, well, don't tell the others, but I dig my two claws in just for that extra grip because it, <laughs> you know, a hybrid form's nothing to laugh at, but man, this thing really does. Uh, this thing really does pack a wallop. You use every advantage you can. And as he puts the last bit of his stuff away, he gets out his um, his meat rod. And phrasing, uh, <laughs> his rod of meat summoning. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he'll give it a wave. And again, just as normal, he he doesn't ration it out. So he like exhausts the charges that are left for the day and makes, um, what can you do with a, isn't there like a, it's like a raw meat dish, but you put, what is that thing called? It's, it's not like cooked all the way. Like a carpaccio? Is that is that what it is? Yeah, he'll 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 put that together like as promptly as he can, um, and maybe uses a little druidic magic to to move it to move it along, and starts tartar. Hand- You're thinking of tartar? Oh, tartar! Oh, that, okay. Yeah. I think there we go. There it and is. starts uh, doling out to everybody. You know, shoving it in uh, in their in their um, you know their hands like ah. Well, an army marches on its stomach. I say. Well, Manette, I, I made your portion as large as I could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, my friend. Uh, well, we uh, we definitely need some more. Hmm, I mean, a hunting trip. But uh, same thing. <laughs> yeah. He he goes up to to Fia, and same thing. He does a friendly shove the thing into your into your um, hands, like hey. Um, I don't eat no if you eat meat. <laughs> well, so <You> before, <laughs> before before you you go forward, you'll see yeah. that she already has a bowl in her hand with with like some sort of mashed starch mixed with like mixed mixed oh. with like very finely cut like slices of meat, and oh. that she has pulled out of her own bag. So so like she's like having to figure out like the second bowl being shoved into her hand. Well, ah, thank you. You, I've, I've been dying to try your feasts. They always sounded so good whenever, uh, whenever I'd, I'd hear you on the, on the, on the gym. They're quite literally magically delicious. Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) So good. It's literally magic. Um, It's a good appetizer, Braxis. (laughs) God, <laughs> but so uh yeah let me 
I'll probably, you know what? I bet I can eat both of these. Like this tartare looks delicious. I haven't had a good tartare since uh, me mom made some. Um, just, just so you know, I know you have a thing about it. I'm not a witch. Like I'm a barbarian. I, I don't know how to do magic. Oh. <laughs> like I, I use magical items, but like kind of like you do. But you know, I don't know how to cast spells or nothing. No magic at all. No, just um, the magic of kill. You know, just oh, swing, oh. swing the weapon, and like you kill somebody, and that's a that's a little bit of magic there, I suppose. Yes, I've been I've been learning <laughs> that from the nets for a while, and um, it's I magic. It is its own magic of its own. But oh, interesting! I've I've been traveling with spellcasters, I guess for oh, I guess a good while. Um, Not a spellcaster. He he mouths spellcaster. <laughs> um, um, this is a delight. Well, I've, I look forward to um, well learning new recipes. Uh, uh, maybe if your your ma has some, I can I can try to duplicate them. Wait till breakfast. This is just uh, just a just a morsel, just a snack, really, and. Um, uh, different stances um uh, i've been learning you know he does a couple of the ones like little um like the step up with like the newest thing that he learned you know was the step up when he took that feet um but uh yeah you should uh well we get some time sparring sparring is good exercise but for now eat 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 oh i thank you uh i'll i i'll i'll have a bite to eat or two or three or four or five or six or seven <laughs> oh, I love it. That's about as high as I can count. <laughs> oh, there's this thing called eight. Oh. Annette leans towards That's Pippa what we and do. Says, there's two of them. I know. Pippa, <laughs> Pippa has a dreamy smile on her face as she looks between the two of them and she goes, I know, right? <laughs> oh. And then to close off, to close off, um, uh, Braxis will, will pour a little bit, kind of like the little blood juice. He'll do like a little pour out, like for my homies. Oh my god! Go up the rest, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Well, she wouldn't want it to go to rest or waste." And then laps, laps up, because <laughs> uh, uh, you know, that's what Andromeda wouldn't want to waste any precious juice. So I right. wouldn't have let her have more than a sip in the first place. <laughs> she loved booze. Aww. <laughs> just 19 and she loved boobs loved that killing so much <laughs> she would have loved this combo about booze and killing <laughs> so real quick abraxas roll me your cooking and what's your plus again uh plus 19 because i've been forgetting okay. that i get a plus five from the cauldron for the oh, entire effing time, I had a plus five proficient or bonus to Aww. cooking and wow. had never calculated it um, <laughs> until just the, I think the last, the last episode. Oh, oh okay. I, I rolled really uh, well. What's your base without, th- so it's, four, it's, it's uh, 14 otherwise, right? 
Yeah, fourteen at the worst okay. without the. So the re- the thing we discussed last year is our last year, last uh, last time we discussed this. So the last time we had this is it's basically going to be me writing or basically re- uh, rolling competing cooking oh, rolls. Right. But I'm not going to mm-hmm. give you that. Pl- I'm not going to give myself that plus five bonus because that's a magical enhancement on your end. Uh, so it mine's just plus fourteen, d uh, twenty plus fourteen, and I rolled a twenty one. Oh my god! I thought I was oh. actually going to win this time. Oh, I you thought too. It was like I rolled so badly <laughs> ah there we go okay lucky you you got this is definitely Yay. an episode this is definitely a role we'll need because you're not going to have a rest till the end of this book i don't think so oh, God, I'm gonna oh boy that's <laughs> ominous and exciting and heidi's nodding that's bad <laughs> so mm. you all that the last mushroom pops on the mushroom countdown timer of this place and you all pop back into reality. Uh, eight hours have passed. It's early in the next morning. The sun has just peaked up just enough to give you some visibility to head on down. And you head down this long trail. And it's a good thing you ran into Bach Narla because you realize if you would have not come this way and not had her guidance, you would have had a lot harder time noticing the small little opening of a like a basically a shaft opening which also means that one of my favorite things is going to happen manette is going to have to be shrunk down to fit uh to fit through <laughs> this uh, can i just punch my way out <laughs> well you can punch your way but then you're going to draw a lot of attention you she takes you through a path that basically avoids all the scouts and all the major pathways and you you find this one little vent above in the backside of the uh, the fortress and Ugh. she helps guide you all in and I feel uh, so tiny I hate this make me big again <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> and, and, well you're still in the vent you're not going to want to be big yet uh, no I know <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> and I'm sure Pippa's loving hearing all this all this complaining uh <laughs> Bachnarla wishes you all good luck and she heads away. Um, she is heading back to her people. Uh, and with that, the Fantastic Worlds podcast is fantastic. Oh, you're really going to leave it there? Oh. Yep. We don't even get a little hint? Not nope. even a little hinty hint? Nope. You got six months to wait unless you want to play that floater episode. Uh, dragon! Oh I want a dragon! <laughs> we hinty hope hint. you enjoyed this. Yeah. Uh, you're a long ways away from the dragon, my friend. Uh, can't get enough of the FWP crew. We react connecting with our com- fantastic community. You can do so by joining the conversation on Discord and Reddit or following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find links to access all of those on our website, fantasticworldspod.com. Podcast- want even more FWP? We have one other podcast you can listen to, Far Beyond the SARS. Far Beyond the Stars, our space opera featuring the Fly Free or Die Adventure Path. You can listen to that on on if your podcast of choice. Um, and also, if you're looking to support us, if you like what we're doing, feel free to give us some support on our Patreon. You can find out more information about that and all the wonderful things we offer to our supporters at fantasticworlds.cash. I am Dustin, her bringer of ice dragons. You can find me at Dustin Alexander on the Sokial Medias gonna make us wait for the ice dragon he hasn't brought it yet uh i'm abby you can find me just pontificating about how awesome dragons are and how cool and fun and uh superior beings they are to us all at bonanza famine i will betray the party for a dragon
<laughs> I've done it before. We know. We, I'll do it again. Well, <laughs> uh, this is this is Angel who's making a note that uh, yes, time gem has been reset. So ready to use that thing. <laughs> I can be reached at Espinosa now one six. Luckily, I know you're helpful. You you can't stand holding onto that stuff, and you use it far beyond the fight before the final boss. Yeah, true, he's true. a using uh, use yep. and abuse everything. <laughs> That's Abraxas's uh, way. Uh, I am Jess. On the other hand, a hoarder of resources. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm your favorite giant paladin. You can find me on the socials at uh, Hank the Clank. This is Logan, also a hoarder of resources with like 99 <laughs> elixirs at the end of every JRPG I've ever played. <laughs> Never once used them. You can come talk to me about JRPGs at MainMan08. <laughs> this is Heidi, who thinks that if you have to use an elixir to get through a game, then like you're playing it wrong. Um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I'm 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 your new cast member playing Fia Brennan here, um, chaotic creature extraordinaire. You can find me at Vamahillion on Twitter or Heidelon hashtag five eight three six on Discord. Theme song was played by Amy Hawkins. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, do us a favor and please help the spread to w- spread the word to friends and family you think may enjoy the adventure may enjoy this adventure as well. Till next time, I hope you have many fantastical adventures. Ready, everyone? One, One, two, three. Clong! The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Worlds production and an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Pathfinder Adventure Path Reign of Winter is a trademark of Paizo, copyright 2013. All Paizo content in this podcast is used with permission.